Hello, everybody, and welcome to the premiere Last of Us Recap and Review Podcast. I am, of course, your host, John, and joining me today from the red wastes of Texas is Patrick Ramirez. I go by Clicker Patrick now. Thank you, John. And also joining me is Jesse. Oh, drivers, drivers, drivers. Oh, also, this podcast is called... uh, Fungus Among Us Fungus. 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 Fungus! Wow, I really botched that intro. It's okay. I mean, listen, nobody's perfect. So anyway, this week we are talking about three more chapters of The Last of Us video game, part one. Um, I believe it's Billstown, Pittsburgh, and the suburbs. Those One are of all those three. is not like the other. <laughs> <laughs> because it it's took like, me a really long time to realize that when you said Billstown and then Pittsburgh and suburbs, I was thinking Billstown, like, is this football shit? I don't remember that like at all. <laughs> this is Billstown! Bills Mafia! <laughs> Sports! So, um... <laughs> What a what a game this is, right? I mean, I am having a lot of fun. Um, oh, it's so I, good. Man, it's so good. I was able to optimize it a little bit better, so I'm not seeing, like, splotchy-ass fucked-up textures and graphics on everything, so that's good. Um, I had a little bit of uh, tearing, or whatever you want to call it, and I fixed was able to get that fixed up. So, yeah, it's looking better. It's running better. Probably due to the patch that I downloaded that was like 14 fucking gigs. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn, really? Yeah, yeah and that I, was compressed. It uncompressed to like 70 gigs or some shit. Was that um, within the last like day or two? Yeah. Uh, I think it was yesterday that I downloaded it, but I don't know oh. when it was released. Mere days. Within like the last three or four days at the most. Because I think I tried playing on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I, a couple days Friday. ago I just did on the, on the PC. Yeah, they have a, an update when you boot the game up on PC now that says, we recommend you update your graphics drivers to the latest edition. It has a number. And then when you go into GeForce and look up what drivers they have offered, those aren't drivers that are released yet. <laughs> Talking about drivers, fucking AMD, man. Okay, since we've recorded this two weeks ago, the uh, sh- I went from not knowing anything or only knowing anecdotal evidence of what uh, the PC game was to I went and bought uh, what is it, a 6650 XT, installed it in my pewter, and then booted it up and proceeded to get 30 frames per second on because uh, I got Last of Us Part 1 for free since you buy an AMD graphics card and uh, <laughs> proceeded to get shit graphics and an unplayable game that took forever to download and then took forever to load shaders that apparently do nothing except throw shade on your gaming experience and and then the amd drivers are just i think they need to release the last one was 326 and they need like a one like today because it is not it is not awesome yeah lots of issues with like monitors going to sleep and then not recognizing your graphics card anymore after that so you yeah. have to just restart your computer it's really awesome more like have drivers these uh, nuts you know what i'm saying <laughs> have we talked about the fact that apparently <laughs> i got a pity laugh 
I laughed at, at how hard you stretched. I was afraid you were going to pull something making that joke. Oh. <laughs> oh. But I appreciate the effort for sure. Oh, I'll never stop, but don't worry. Can't stop, I, won't stop. I know you won't. Um, did, have, did we mention last time that uh, <laughs> that this port actually had to get the assistance of a second company to even come out? Yeah. Really? I, I'm, I don't I, remember I, that. I, I must... I. I met, is this only our second game episode? Yeah, maybe I didn't bring it up. Yeah. I think you mentioned it to me in person, Jesse. Yeah, okay, for sure. Yeah, uh, Iron Galaxy worked on this. Dave Lang's Giant Bombs, Dave Lang's Iron Galaxy worked on this port. And what's crazy is they're some of the best in the biz. Like, the Oof. oldest, number one, I mean, they best. were. No, dude. They're, they're, I, so do you remember when... Um, horizon came to pc the port was just as fucked yeah it was very very bad i i bet it just isn't fucking easy porting these games over and uh and they didn't do a lot like they were help they were like they were additional forces at the end kind of deal yeah i mean imagine how fucked up it must have been before they came on to like fix it (laughs) for sure i feel i feel like this is an issue where like quality uh, what's it like quality assurance or whatever QA people testing yeah. this game found all of these issues and then development just did not fix them because they had no time to before release. I, well, I truly wonder if they were under like a release play five pressure. seconds of this fucking game and not run into some of these issues. And so, they're just like, oh, we got to launch. Again, so I, I'm I'm having no issues. <laughs> so I, I, I worry. <laughs> it is well, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I worry that sometimes uh, QA people uh, are given above average hardware to demo or to work with. And so if they have a PC with a graphics card that has above eight gigs of VRAM and like everything else is like I I could see them not working on something shitty enough to cause all these bugs to come out. Yeah, Uh, that, that just makes me not like that whoever whoever's doing the testing because it's just unrealistic i wonder that's i guess we're all we're all making excuses for what we think could have happened but none of us have any real not nobody at the moment has any real we need a naughty dog insider to tell us what actually happened here yeah well and even if that is the case it's still not an excuse because it's still an oversight and a fuck up to do that in the first place oh 100 percent what's I, I, I really, man, it just, it had to be like a time crunch or something, because if I'm going to use Iron Galaxy, this is what they do. Like, they're they're the cleaners. They're the fixers. When, when you have something that yeah. needs to get ported over and your company's not used to doing it, or if you need a team to come in and work on some very esoteric part of, like, the Unreal Engine to help port your, or uh, what do you call it, uh, optimize your game. That's like their entire career now. They pretty much never do new IP. They don't make their own games. They're like, for the last 15 years, since like the PS3, they would walk around during the PS3 era and be like, we're the people who port thing Unreal games to PS3 because nobody else can do it. And so with my trust in their abilities, they must have been handed some 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 real bullshit whether the bullshit was the time frame they had to work it with or what um man this is not good i hope it doesn't like tarnish their reputation moving forward um well i don't we don't need to spend much more time talking about all the tech nonsense um i would actually like to talk about the content of this very good video game if that's okay with you guys um tech corner closed 
What? Tech Corner closed. Tech Corner <laughs> closed. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about Bill. Um, I didn't Welcome like the to Bill, the Bill stuff. Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get out one sentence without one of you guys just talking Sorry. over me? Sorry. That would be nice. Um, I didn't like the Bill stuff as much in the game, and I think that's probably fairly obvious. I'm probably not alone there. That seems to be more or less the consensus, right? They didn't like? I mean, I I didn't like it in the game as much as in the show. Well, I mean, I feel like the show just expanded so much, and it's such a different experience in the show than the game. The game was just like, there is a guy named Bill (laughs) that you run into. (laughs) And then they turned it into this, like, love letter to, like, so much shit in the show that it's like, oh, now that game looks bad when you get to that. It doesn't look anything near as good. Yeah. yeah, this is a Spider-Verse, like Miles Morales, Peter Parker, Bill v. Bill. They're just <laughs> barely from the same place. Yeah, they, they both have both beards. Named Bill. <laughs> yeah, um, he's the weird, cruel man in this game. Um, he is much more of a one-dimensional character than uh, what we had praised the writing of Bill in the show for mm-hmm. Rising Above. Um and yeah, they, they changed the... I was trying to see if I could find in my notes where I wrote it a lot more succinctly, but it's like the core of who they are, they changed, where the one Bill thinks caring for someone that deeply is a weakness, and the TV Bill learns that caring for someone that much can push you to grow to be an even better person and fulfill your destiny in ways you would have never even realized without that person. Yeah, and uh, the first Bill, I think, paints a world that is much more bleak and uh, doesn't have as much hope in it, for sure. And, you know, I I think one of my criticisms of the show is that in the show, Bill literally only exists so that they can get a battery for the car. And boy, is that even more true in the game, because it's literally just like, this is the guy you're going to be following around. This is your NPC for a little bit. I hope you like him. And it's like, no, I don't like him. He's kind of a jerk, actually. And uh, yeah, I didn't even really like feel that bad for him when we get the Frank reveal. Because I'm like, he probably fucking killed himself to get away from you, you fucking asshole. Yeah, for sure. I liked in the note well, from Frank to Bill, Frank wrote like, yeah, you probably won't even find this because you're too scared to go this deep in the city which was probably the thing that resonated with me the most from the entire Bill part of the campaign is that the person who knew him most called him a scaredy cat, which Mm -hmm. makes me wonder, is he just like really overcompensating when he talks to us? Because he's like, I know everything and I love beef jerky. Follow me. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I wonder because maybe that could be like one through line between the two Bills because... In the show, we learned that Bill was like a prepper before everything happened. So, And I have to imagine that when you are a person who is a prepper, that's probably born out of some level of fear and anxiety. So kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what was funny to me? What? When, <laughs> when Ellie is like popping the clutch in the truck and Joel's about to explain to her how to do it. And she's like, I know how to pop a clutch. And then Bill goes like, how do you know that? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but then she doesn't answer it and we never get an answer. And I'm like, why did you draw attention to that if you weren't going <laughs> to give the answer? Because I was already wondering. 
For sure. Did you give Bill the suicide note? Um, no, actually. I don't even know if I saw the note, to be honest. Fair. With the amount of difference in our save files, there you might not be scavenging. We might not be scavenging quite as much as one another. I'm scavenging yeah, quite a doing? bit, but um, maybe okay. just not good enough. <laughs> no, you're great. It was in the it was in the house right before the truck part. But okay, I also feel like some parts of the story just kind of, uh, if you're in the moment, tell you to rush the thing you're doing. And so if you get into it and forget you're playing like a video game, I could see honestly having totally missed that shit. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think about that, Patrick? Because I was kind of telling the fourth member of our podcast. Uh, at work last week that there's a little bit of a dissonance that goes on with me where there will it will feel like a very urgent thing that's happening where I'm supposed to like okay we got to get going we got to go through the city and get this thing and then the sort of like disconnect between that and then like okay stop every time you move five five feet you have to look around in every direction make sure you didn't miss some alcohol or some duct tape or whatever do you do you that's, run into that at all? I mean, that's exactly what I'm doing. Is I I like listen to the you know the other characters tell me like we need to go this way, or sometimes it's me as Joel selling up. All right, let's go this way, and then I'm like after I look on this other corner over here <laughs> by the cement and this pool of water, and there's always shit in tall grass that like yes. you can't. Once you walk in, you'll see like the shiny shit, and then you'll go over it. And I'm like, oh yes, thank you for these magical gears in this. Uh, this grassy area or that uh what's the thing that you can craft the health kits from i think that purple plant oh, oh yeah the random like the lavenders or whatever thing. the fuck yeah. those really are yeah i'm always just looking in every when when we're in the that tall building that's crooked and i go through every desk <laughs> yes. through every drawer dude and I, I and i die so many times <laughs> i i agree with both of you my oh no brain fart Sorry, Patrick, what were you literally just talking about? Scavenging. Uh, what was your scavenging? scavenging you the both gears, hit on one specific. I, oh, the, the tall grass. Oh, yeah, my God. So they leave just enough things around in tall grass to make you think you should be going through all of the tall grass, even though <laughs> it's going to be one hidden thing yeah. in that square mile. It's so but, misleading. Yes, they drop just enough shit to be like, yeah, you should definitely check like every single nook or you might miss something. Um, yeah. I, yeah, but like you can find, that's how you find like the legendary shit or whatever it's called, the super rare stuff. The fuck are you talking about? There, there are really rare things you can find in the game. They're that like are artifacts, super right? Artifacts, yeah, the yeah. The fuck are you talking about? Yeah, those exist, and you'll only find them if you're fucking searching every nook and cranny of I every. I am searching every. Tell me crack, what you're talking about. Every butt crack. <laughs> it's not. It's not so much this early, but later in the game. Like Have you found I, I remember any? there there are yeah. some already. Yeah. I will say that. So what I was gonna say first of all is I have not been checking the grass. I didn't know I was supposed to check the grass. Oh, so that, check the grass. John. That probably accounts for a lot of the stuff I missed. But the other thing I was gonna say is that I was looking up like a walkthrough for the game, not because I was like stuck on anything, but because I was trying to see like how much time I had left, like how close I was to the next chapter and everything. Yeah. And I was like scrolling through, and I was like, "Holy shit! I have missed." Probably a hundred things between the artifacts <laughs> and the firefly tokens and like oh, yeah. notes and converse, even conversations with Ellie that I never had and like all this shit. And I'm like, how am I are, fucking missing all this stuff? Wait, are you not finding like the, I don't know if they've had it yet, but like the notes that have the safe codes. Yeah, no, there's been 
up to Are where we're at those, three John? safes. John, I found no. one. I found one, but okay, I you usually just I usually just look them up. Oh yeah, me and John oh. are Google brothers. Oh uh, my! I I God. just Google the safe. I'm not fucking dealing with that. Oh my! You cheaters! I'm off the podcast. <laughs> I will not be associated um, with these cheaters. <laughs> so I want to touch back really quick on John's like uh, thesis, which was the scavenging is. Uh, I don't want to say antithetical, but it's fucking like it breaks the immersion of the game for me for sure. Um, and it's something I'm struggling with a lot. Um, I I wasn't sure at first if it was because I was trying to rush for the podcast or not or something. But it, mm-hmm. there's just something very fallout about having to run through the room. And oh, no. OK, let me boil. Let me be most succinct about this. Uh, I was also talking with the fourth member of the podcast. I think John might have been around for this. But it's the 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 graphics. I, don't, I always fuck up getting UI and UX mixed up. The, User experience. Yeah, the, dis- the 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 graphic distinction between the things you can pick up or not oh. mm-hmm. is so slight in most instances that I have. To, I feel like a grandpa that has to walk in a room and then lean down and look <laughs> in at everything very slowly because <laughs> the items you can pick up and the items you can't don't look that discernible to me. I would prefer one getting a button prompt from a farther distance or two, the outline or the shimmer on those objects to be more pronounced. Um, there should because, be at least be like an accessibility setting for that yeah, where you can I turn went, up the shine. I went through the accessibility. They have like nothing for it. It's, that, that's really what gets me is if I could like walk into the doorway of a room, survey that room for two or three Mississippi and then know from looking whether I need to continue wasting time, th- I wouldn't be so upset. But what bites me in the ass is when I start going through all these rooms that had nothing for me to pick up in the first place. But but you'll stumble upon that one room that's got so much cool shit or like uh, they have these locked doors you have to use a shiv on. You have to break yes. a shiv on to open. Yes. And then that has like. Some usually those ones have cool shit in there. I don't. I think there's maybe like a maybe one or two that has like nothing in there. That, but that like was the question I was going to ask you. Is like have you ever armory. used a shiv to get in a room and it not have been worth it? Those rooms are I, awesome. I yeah. think maybe <laughs> maybe like one time if that's it. But um, I was going to say <laughs> it'd be funny if like they have the sense thing where you push the sense button and then like instead of seeing you could also see enemies, but you see like columns of light for all the shit that you left behind like around you. <laughs> so Corey basically told us they do that in the second game. He said there's some kind of echolocation in the second game that you can use to see the items you can pick up. I do not remember that. I I think the shine I think there was something with the shine though. Like the sparkle is different in the second game, but I can't but remember. One thing I've noticed and like honestly man, I feel like I should have been taking if I wasn't doing the podcast, I would be taking bug notes for this game to send to the company to try and get a job because I have noticed dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of bugs that are so minimal, I would almost guarantee a no normal person would notice. But I've I could fucking have a hundred of them written down by now. And I think the reason I bring this up, I do dude. It's what it's really, which is why I get mad that I can't see. Okay. Uh All of this is about to coalesce into something. The lighting model they use in the game for this new port. And I'm not sure what John's looks like. I can only speak from the default PS five experience, but 
there are moments where either your flashlight or lighting in the environment will reflect off of things when I'm doing like turns and stuff that make it look like there are items I could pick up. And it's because there's like the lighting model is like so crazy and it tries to balance the light off of like everything, and, but it's only 90% perfect. And so like 95% perfect, but that means 5% of the time while I'm just walking around looking through a place in the corner of my eye, I keep seeing things flicker like they're shining. And I then turn my flashlight around or my character around and realize like, oh, that was the lighting model, like freaking out off something on like a shelf. But because it does that so fucking frequently, it makes me second guess everything I'm able to pick up. Um, yeah, that, that that was about three different things that all coalesce into one issue that I'm having. But the game is fucking awesome. Like, I'm, I would just blow this game in front of both of you right now still. So it's really whatever. But also, John, do the cups in your game look like they have the predator, predator invisibility cloak? I don't know if I have looked at the cups close enough to notice that, or maybe they don't. I don't know. Okay, well, that's your homework for next time, because every glass <laughs> and cup in my game looks like it has the halo or the predator invisibility cloak on it, which is also a fourth thing to add into my fucking stew I'm cooking of complaints for this game, because it has <laughs> to be the fucking lighting model. It's crazy. It doesn't bother me. That's not breaking my immersion, but it looks wild. And um, it, it, that, that's everybody on PS5. I'm glad I'm playing the PS5 one, so I know all my complaints aren't just my broken PC <laughs> edition. Yeah. Um. So, do you guys have the, like, deluxe edition skins for your guns? Uh, nope. Thanks for bringing this up, John, so I can complain. On the PS5, you can't upgrade your regular copy of The Last of Us Part 1 to the digital deluxe edition. But you can on Steam. The fuck? So I have like this pimped out like gangster handgun that like a cocaine dealer would have for my gun skin. Please tell me you have a, you have a screenshot or something to show us, John. Uh, I can get one for next time, but I don't have it right now. But uh, it's like ivory and gold. Like oh it's so God. like stupid looking. And it makes me laugh every time he pulls it out because he'll like pull it out to like you know, work on it on the workbench or like in a cutscene or something. And it just looks so out of place and ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I am jealous that I don't have your silly skins right about now, but I'll get over it. It's just kind of a goofy thing. Um, I also wanted to talk about something that I criticized in the show, which was when Joel was uh, using his hunting rifle at medium range. And I was like, that's impractical and bad. Well, guess what? That's from the game. That's canon. I figured out that in the game, that is the most OP thing to do. Uh, like, when you bust out that hunting rifle, when people are like, oh, I don't know, 10, 15 yards away from you, you can just, like, one-shot people, and it's pretty mm -hmm. fucking sick. And I'll also say that, like, when the bloater came up, there was two bloaters, I believe, in this uh, set of series of chapters, and if you just, like, throw a Molotov cocktail at them and just unload with the hunting rifle, you can pretty much, like, down them before they even get to you the first time. Damn. I, uh, I took your advice and tried the uh, uh, Molotov cocktail, Molotov cocktail, Molotov cocktail. And that works pretty fucking great. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I also, the, the second bloater that you are fighting 
in this game uh, gave me probably the worst scare <laughs> I've had in any video game. We were like, we were kiting him around in a circle. We were going through this like bathroom area. You might know what I'm talking about, but he, he we thought he was behind us. So we turn around and we're like, oh, he's not there. Then we turn back the other way and go around the corner and we're like, oh, he's not there. We turn around and he's right on top of us. And I literally like almost jumped off the couch. Like I flew (laughs) my arms up in the air and I like my legs were like flopping everywhere. I was like screaming and just, yeah, it was it was very scary. I almost shat. Uh, I will say I saw a video describing a bloater encounter that Ellie you get to experience later. And there's a way to one-shot that bloater. Really? Yes. Is, does it involve using something in the environment? It involves using the normal rifle that you <laughs> have already. That's yeah. crazy. It's just a very specific time. I don't know if they fixed it. Maybe it's different now. But I saw this like years ago. But you can, uh, you can one-shot that bloater at a very specific moment. That's cool. Yeah. The I bloaters drawn- are fucking scary. Hell yeah, yeah they're they scary. Are. Yeah. yeah, the one I'm talking about is at the top left. Yeah, to put John's gangster gun in the in the Discord. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's cool, but it just looks so out of place. But I, it is funny because I do like the idea Ooh. that Joel just like randomly found it and was like, "Oh yeah, hell yeah, I'm holding on to this one <laughs> for sure." <laughs> um, I was I was gonna say too, uh, the death animations in this game are so fucking jarring, dude. Oh. Like when the bloater fucking like pops his joel's eyeball out and shit like that shit was fucking metal and then in the uh sniper scene when you're at the top of the tower and you're like covering them while they're trying to run away if you fail and they get attacked they just get like brutally murdered where a guy will just like pistol whip ellie and then just like execution style shooter in the head and it's so fucking dark wait are you talking about when she gets the rifle for the first time no, this is um in the um the suburbs part after you okay, leave the sewers. Then, okay, then I didn't see this. Okay, cool. Sorry, I was gonna I, say I have no. I, I don't I, mind spoilers or whatever. I was just like wondering. I haven't seen Ellie get attacked anywhere ever by anyone yet, so that was the only reason I was curious. I, I thought maybe we were gonna have kayfabe and not reveal that you didn't actually play that part. So that was my bad. <laughs> it's okay, everyone. John, I'm I so glad. Oh, don't sorry, like to lie. It's okay, Patrick. John, I'm so glad you brought up the violent part or the violence, like uh, murder. You were talking, I think, mainly about when you get caught and shit, or like you do, you fail at whatever task it is, and then you get brutally yeah. annihilated. But um, the Pittsburgh part where you notice the where Joel is driving Ellie in the truck, and then they notice that he notices that the guy is not really hurt, and like just floors it into him. And then you crash, you know, through a bunch of shit and then you end up in that same little building and crash into that pillar. And then when those, I kind of forgot about this part, but those guys reach in and grab Ellie out, you know, and yeah. he's like jabbing his foot. And I was like, oh shit, I don't remember this part. And then it's all a cutscene, right? And then the guy grabs Joel and he breaks the window and he goes and tries to like shove Joel's head at that shard of glass and the broken yeah. uh, pane. And then Joel's like, no. And he like grabs it and shoves that guy's head down and it slits his throat. And I was yep. like, I'm just sitting there. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this is this is so much better than when I play the game. And then uh, and then yeah, seeing that- like seeing like he grabbed the other dude's head and like slammed it into the corner of the or the edge oh, of the yeah, table. Dude, whatever. He, like 
And I was What's like, that oh called? my God. Curb stomped him basically yeah, on a table. Him. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. it was really cool. So I, I part, like, um, sorry, go ahead. Uh, that part got me in a way that it shouldn't have uh, because I still, while it was happening, thought I could get away and get out of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the whole time until a bus hits us. I was like, we're going to get out of this. I can still get out of this. We got this. <laughs> I know what's going to happen. Um, I was going to say, I really like how when you fight someone melee style with like a weapon or with your fists or whatever, that the game is smart enough to use the environment around you to kind of like give flavor to the kill where if there's like a table nearby, you can like smash their face down on the table or if there's a wall you can push them up against the wall and then like punch their face in or whatever like that that stuff is really cool and and really impressive to me i don't think i've seen that almost a single time that's so crazy yeah try to try like fighting someone where their back is up against a wall and you'll like push them up against it cool yeah it makes sense because the animations in this and how uh interactive they are with the environment around them just regularly that there is amazing, so that makes sense. I, 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 my fighting style probably has led me to not see that. Um, but with that brought up, I did have a question for you both. How much stealthing are you doing? How, what's your kind of play style? Go ahead, Chad. Patrick. Oh, me. Uh, I am doing as much stealth as I can. Um, it's more feasible for me in certain areas than others. But... Um, yeah, I would say on average, I usually get half or more of the people uh, dead before anyone is alerted to me. Uh, the other thing is that sometimes oh, yeah. I usually try to just sneak past without even killing anybody if I can. But there are certain places where you do have to like clear the area of enemies. And uh, that, that's always kind of like disappointing when you sneak through the entire area and then you're like, oh, shit, I actually do have to kill all these people. God damn it. Yeah. We'll let you go like, through. Yeah. See, now this is a, the, the difference between John and Jesse. There is never a single encounter or environment where I would ever sneak through those people and not kill them. <laughs> that is an I've never I've killed every single person in this game and then went in every room and picked up every fucking item and that sneak around them. Crazy. Patrick. Dude. Oh, John. Yeah. No, no. What were you going to say? Please. My wife has a fucking problem, dude. She <laughs> will be trying to loot stuff while people are like nearby oh, yeah. looking for her, chasing her. She's like, oh, look, there's something on the ground. I'm like, I do that. there's I do people that too. nearby. What are you doing? I'll like, I'll open the drawers. Like there's people actively looking. I'm like, well, while I'm here, I'm grab yes. this gear. <laughs> I think it's a sickness uh, that I share and have been trying to actively fight against because <laughs> it's my brain just doesn't like all the backtracking. And so I wish I could move forward and consecutively loot as I kill. And those two things really are not like they contrast one another. Like if I got to stand up and pick up an item, I'm going to fucking get seen. And but. Yeah, I was just complaining to Corey today about, uh, this game's so good. I really I hate how- when I craft a, a med kit or health kit, and then I find one like a minute later, and I'm like, motherfucker, man. I really hate that. Oh, For sure. so you're like full, and so you can't pick yeah, it up. and there's one sitting there, and I'm like, ah, God. So what the I... F- <laughs> I was just going to say, what the fuck's up with that? Because you walk by the granola bars, and they're like the mini health, but you can't pick them up and put them in your backpack? 
Yeah, I was like, that backpack has lots of granola bar pockets, I'm pretty right? sure. I have They're pockets on full. me, like my back pockets. <laughs> so you like... need to make Ellie carry all of the granola <laughs> yeah. bars. You can carry eight guns, but you can't carry six granola bars. <laughs> right, or if I go to the, the little tool desk when it's like, do you want to make a second uh, holster for your gun? It should be like, do you want to make a like a Pop-Tart pocket? <laughs> like a bandolier of like granola bars <laughs> yes um, I also mentioned this to Corey but something that I find myself doing is never wanting to be full on stuff like if I am full on health packs and I only have a little bit of health gone I'll use it if I'm full on shotgun ammo I'll be like alright let's take these guys out with the shotgun um, etc etc because I always hate the feeling of like being full on ammo so that if you find some, you can't pick it up. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know how I feel about that, John. That feels like you're doing, if you use the ammo so you can pick up more, isn't it the same as not using the ammo? And well, no, because I got to kill somebody with the shotgun. I guess because you, the thing I, I'm running into is I don't know what I'm going to find, right? Like what ammo I'm going to find. So I feel like any gun you use kind of like you have the same chance of finding that ammo as another one. There is a lot of revolver shit in some like that Pittsburgh part, I feel like there was a lot of revolver ammo laying around for me. I don't know about you guys. My my sweet spot is to be about three or four rounds below maximum on every gun. Oof. Ooh, I, I don't know. I that's really, a risky that's a risky mood, John. I don't know. I mean, I it's just working use, out so far. Let's see how it pays off for him. <laughs> I've never really felt insanely so low on ammo. I was scared. I didn't know what I was going to do. Um... I, I play the game where it's like whatever weapon I think is best for that occasion is the one I'm going to use. If I'm trying to stealth, I'm using the bow. If they're running up on me, I'm going to use the shotgun. Like if the, there, there's rare reasons to be like revolvering someone instead of shotgunning someone, mostly to conserve ammo, I guess, for like a real emergency. But I think I've run out of shotgun ammo once like and not had it for more than like when I mean run out. I went over 10 minutes without it. Like I've had am like all the ammo for everything this entire time, except for I just ran out of bows and haven't picked up bows for a second, but fuck the bow. I love the bow. I always try to use the bow cause it seems so cool, but yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm not that good at it. And I always just end up dying. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Um, also, you know, depends- it was a fun sequence was when uh, you're pushing the truck down the hill and you have yeah. to like keep stopping to like kill the zombies. That part was pretty cool. That was stressful. <laughs> I, we did yeah, that figure was a lot out, of fun to play. We did figure out that we could clear out the zombies ahead of the truck, like beforehand. No way. Could you just like walk out of the house? Uh, no, like when you stop the truck the first time, like the zombies come at you, right? Uh, and then, and then yeah. you can like head down the road a little ways and like clear out the path ahead of you. Okay. Mm. I assumed that it was going to keep spawning them no matter what. And so I just like got through it as fast as possible. That was a lot of fun though. Um, I make, mm, never mind. I was about to t- go back to the tech corner. <laughs> zip up a zip on that one. Tech corner <laughs> is closed for business. It's, it's sad that Joel can't even say thank you. Yeah. It took a while. And then he never apologized. He was just like, take this gun. Yeah. <laughs> Although I will say, I feel like I kind of see him warming a little bit because he picks up the comic book and he's like, oh, I think Ellie would like this. You're right. Like, I don't think chapter two Joel would have. 
given two shits about that. You're right. You're right. I see. I see him warming up. I was just the how long it's going to take to get a thank you. I is like <laughs> just giving me blue balls right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to remember that Joel is not a good guy right now. <laughs> do, do you guys have fun upgrading the weapons? Oh, my God. Yes. Who doesn't love that part? Uh, I don't. You don't I love that part? I fucking knew he was going to say that. That's oh, John. The face he made after you said what you said, I was like, he's about to drop the <laughs> fucking w- gavel. I wish I wish every block had a workbench. When I see the workbench, I'm like, hell yeah. Make a beeline to it. Dude. I'll get murdered by a clicker on my way to the workbench. <laughs> dude, I every time I get to the workbench, I get to see the true fruits of my labor for scavenging, <laughs> scavenging every fucking room. Yeah. Dude, the like two workbenches ago, I got there and I had like 200 fucking gears, uh, gear screws and gears, whatever. Uh, and oh, I just fucking maxed out like everything on all my guns. I was like, was I even supposed to collect this much? Because I don't have proficiency enough to continue upgrading anything now. You know, there is one thing I like about the upgrade bench, which is that when I get to it, I hand the controller to my wife and then I pull out my phone and scroll on TikTok for a little bit. <laughs> So it goes through like drive through upgrading. <laughs> I, I See, think it's hilarious. A, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say it's a good partnership. Yeah. Because, yeah, Chloe really likes it. So at least one of us enjoys that. All right. Chloe's going to be running the podcast next week. <laughs> what do you call it? About upgrade corner. <laughs> I think it's weird that when you pick up gears and stuff, because like the image of the gear or the utility parts, whatever, is just like gears, washers, and nuts and bolts. Yep. And that somehow turns into upgraded holsters and like shit that has nothing to do with like metal hardware shit usually, you know? Yeah, I love the animations trying to make sense of the upgrade you're doing. Yeah. Where it'll it be like, gonna shoot more ammo. And he like pulls the magazine out. I don't know. Uh, My dog was like, we got we got this one animation of this and this will last you the entire game for every kind of upgrade you can imagine. At the bench, your like levels of aptitude are tools that you find, and so he has this big leather tool belt that starts with one and then two tools. And so for the first couple times, you're just like pulling out a metal file for every upgrade you're doing, and you're like, "I'm gonna fix the magazine <laughs> with this metal file." We just yeah. file it some more. <laughs> and did you guys actually catch that when he's in Bill's uh, garage, he sees a pair of pliers and he picks it up and puts it in his pocket? And then the next time you go to the bench, there's a pair of pliers oh, in his tool belt. <laughs> did not see that. Yeah. Wait, I wonder they- if that's the um, the actual, like, because that, that's how you upgrade your aptitude or whatever, is you find the tools. I wonder if that's one of the tools you find. Yeah, I think so. Isn't Dope. there, like, machinist manuals or something? There's, like, some books he finds. Yeah, those are for your... Um, it's like making, like, your other levels shiv of stuff. last longer and stuff. Yeah, 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 that's right. All the little upgrade stuff in universe is like quaint. I like it. It's good. Yeah, I'm uh I'm really liking this game so far. Um do you guys what else do you guys want to add before we move on to the rating and review part of the podcast? Uh, I bumped into an open dishwasher door in one of the environments and it closed. Ooh. That was that was cool. <laughs> it like almost scared me that that happened. God, we video game nerds are so weird that we see something like that and we're like, yes, this is the best thing I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. I don't even care about the Predator Cups anymore. (laughs) That is awesome. Um, 
the uh, I got a couple lines written down from different characters that stuck with me. Um, when we see the rebels and the guy kills a couple and then goes, oh, they don't got any food, old pair of shoes, let's go. And then they just dip. Like, you can mug a motherfucker for shoes. You don't have to <laughs> kill them. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and uh, Sam... Henry. Henry doesn't let Sam take the fucking Transformer from the toy store? Yeah, what was up with that? He has some real strict rules. You know what was funny when they did uh, when they did Child Swap and like it was Joel and Sam on one side and Henry and and Ellie on the other side and Ellie goes oh, this is awkward. (laughs) 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 That fucking made me laugh. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> yeah, Ellie so is good. a lot is a lot funnier in the game and less like uh so I don't know. I like I like Bella Ramsey's confrontation of her. But yeah, she's less confrontational. She's more like kind of just like this silly kid. Also, even when you're playing and Ellie's following you, like and you're hiding for clear, she's like it seems like you should 100% have been murdered 5,000 times on my way through this game because, like, you just, like, you don't seem to be sneaking enough as me, right? Oh, definitely. The The game just prioritizes you over anything. I had yeah. Henry walk up. I have a screenshot I'd show you later. But he, they walked up. He walked up one foot away from two NPCs that were standing <laughs> at a fire barrel. And they're just having a conversation. I'm just watching him like there's no way you're it's not like, going to get murdered. And then he just runs back to where I'm at and doesn't get caught. I'm like, yeah. Um, I'm, gl- I'm glad that it prioritize if it's going to accidentally make him do that i'm glad i'm not going to get punished for it mm-hmm. that's good yeah. game design yeah I, I like that too it it would feel bad if like ellie could get you caught mm-hmm. by being um, dumb the transformer thing bullshit uh cute moment is when he's talking to ellie and he's like how old are you and she goes i'm 14 how old are you and he goes i'm 14 and then henry's like uh how old are you because <laughs> uh 14 and then he responds in a deeper voice he's like 14 i'm like 14 okay also i i did notice this as well but uh that voice actor does not sound like a child like the it's a little jarring when he opens his mouth and it's like clearly a 35 year old man speaking (laughs) oh no i'm gonna have to pay attention to that next time (laughs) it didn't like fuck up my experience or anything but it just kind of made me laugh (laughs) oh and correction his line with the deep voice is when he goes because they're arguing he's like i'm i'm close i'm close and i'm like i love the fake the fake deep voice got me um i like henry and sam from the show a lot more i'm not done with them in the game right now but i just like the whole construction and dynamic between the two of them better in the show yeah it's uh, kind of have any opinion yet uh patrick i mean i think the show yeah it's they're more of more fleshed out as like emotional characters than in the game. Especially I, I think it's sorry. No, no good. I think it's crazy that, uh, which one is the kid, Sam? Uh, I believe so. I don't It's remember. crazy that in the show, he is so much more of a fully fledged character when he doesn't speak. But I, <laughs> I have, I have so much more of an idea of who he is as a person. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Did you guys see the PlayStation toys in that little kid's room? No. Mm-mm. I posted it in the Discord. It's like a Nathan Drake and a Jack and Daxter. Oh, oh yeah, I guess those are the other games the studio made. Yeah. Yeah. Trippin'. I did see those. Did, 
I did notice there was one house that had like three cat towers and six litter boxes. And I was like, how many fucking cats do you have? Jesus. (laughs) I did also take note of that, John. That's very funny. (laughs) And the litter boxes are all like kicked over and shit. And I'm like, oh, no. Um, Yeah. Let's let's get down to how many uh, X rating unit we're going to give out of seven this week. X rating unit? X as a variable to be filled in. I, oh, say, I thought you were gonna gotcha. do those uh, those pills that you use to upgrade your like health, max health and stuff. What are they called? Uh, they have a name. Oh, there's Stan- bottles of pills. Yeah, those random bottles of pills. How many random bottles of pills out of seven? Uh, are they called supplements? Maybe. I think they might have referred to them as supplements. Yeah, they are the, supplements. Yes. Because yeah, right. I think we, there was a joke last episode about it. Oh yes, there was. <laughs> Awesome. Well, great episode, guys. Let's get to our rating and review section. Uh, Patrick, how many supplements out of seven would you give these three chapters? I'm going to give this seven out of seven. I think I lowballed it inadvertently last time, <laughs> and I'm making up for it now because all the cutscenes, like, I, I don't know if everyone knows, but you can actually watch all the cutscenes that you've seen as you progress through the game. You can just watch them whenever you want. And I think after the playing this game, just watching all the cutscenes, is going to be unbelievable because it's they're so well done and they're so intense sometimes. It's like little mini vignettes of the show. So I'm going to give it 7 out of 7. Awesome. Uh, I'm also going to give it 7 out of 7. This is, like I said, probably the second best game I've ever played. Um, although I really like the Mass Effect series. So like Mass Effect 2 might be tied for a second, but... Yeah, this is like really good. All of my complaints have been really small, more or less inconsequential things that really don't have that much effect on my experience at all. So I have no reason to go any lower than that. Uh, What about you, Jesse? Oh, my God, this game. I don't know if anybody's ever really nailed this down, but it's good. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't have anything to say that I haven't said for the last 50 minutes. Uh, I give this seven bottles of supplements out of seven man the triple seven i don't think it's ever happened oh man insert fucking slot machine noise here bitch (laughs) (laughs) we should um we should think of something like special that happens when that happens like maybe we have to like play a game or take a shot or something i don't know (laughs) Um, all right everybody thank you so much for listening to our the last of us podcast uh, if you want to shoot us an email, you can do that at dragons, dragons, dragons pod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at DDD pod, or you can follow Jesse on Twitter at Jesse underscore wind. You can also listen to Patrick and I's other podcast, uh, devil fruit punch. We read one piece every week and we are getting to some really, really good chapters. So if you're a fan of One Piece, it would be a great time to start listening. And one more plug before we go. Um, I was recently invited on a left-wing politics YouTube show called Left Side Chat. That's like a fireside chat, but the left. So if you're interested in politics and you are interested specifically in left-wing politics and, um, you know debunking u.s propaganda about different countries and stuff like that uh go ahead and check it out that's a left side chat on youtube i was joined by two very smart and in in my opinion very uh uh important people so 
give that a listen give that a watch check out the podcast shoot us an email all of those things and until next time when you're lost in the darkness lower your resolution to 1440p <laughs> and then maybe you'll get a stable 60 <sighs> look for the fungus 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 <laughs> hell yeah <laughs>